Thank you, brother. What a wonderful time to be here at Bethel Baptist Church. I always look forward to coming to be with my friends. And haven't we had some of the best singing tonight? And I appreciate uh, Brother Seth and Caleb and Amanda and uh, singing so well and the great piano playing. As good a singing as I have ever heard. And I've been around the singing just a little bit over the years. And my, you all have been a blessing to me tonight. I wish everybody uh, enjoyed it the way I do. Uh, I enjoy it. I love good singing, don't you? Uh, And uh, I said tonight our program will be airing. It's on right now in the Indianapolis area right now. And I've said before, I love good singing, but I think I love good preaching better. Uh, Now, that's no disrespect to my friend here, Brother Caleb, and them. I told my son, I said, Andy, I said, a good sermon ought to be short, and a bad one ought to be shorter. But uh, these there's two boys here going fishing tonight. Uh, I think uh, one's name is Peter. And I forget the oven, but he's going to take his brother John fishing tonight. And they want a 15-minute message because the fish are going to start biting in about 25 minutes. And they want to be there to get them. Brother Hunt, good to see you. And, oh, I want to thank you all for being my friends tonight. Are are you excited about being at church tonight? Say amen. Amen. I hope folks get excited. I I, I like to be in uh, good, lively services, don't you? Yeah. I, 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 I just, we all get there sometime, but I don't like to be around dead folks, not really. I told somebody one time, I, I don't like mortuaries, I really don't. I wouldn't stay in one by myself, not for $10,000 tonight. Mm-mm, no, not me, I don't need the money that badly. I don't want to go to sleep and have somebody in the middle of the night talking to me. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not ready for that. But I'm ready for people that are alive to do some talking. Uh, I want to be uh, exuberant, don't you? I want to be vibrant. Yeah. And uh, that's the way I want it, sis. I want it just everybody to engage with me, brother. Yeah. I've often thought what it might be like if uh, sometime or other in church, I've thought this, if that we could just get everybody maybe to come like to the first two or three rows. Boy, I love it when it would be like that, don't you? And I, I know it messes up our thinking sometime, but uh, I have a little message for you tonight, and it goes along with the good singing, and it goes along with what my brother Rick talked about here. It's found in Psalm 137. Will you stand tonight as we have the reading of the word, Psalm 137, four verses. And Seth, thank you for being here tonight, brother. You've been a blessing to me. The Bible said in these four verses here, now I might just have you to stand while I preach tonight. That would be good, okay? It says, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps Upon the willows in the midst thereof, for there they that carried us away captive required of us a song, and they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, 
Sing us one of the songs of Zion. Verse 4, how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Our Heavenly Father, help us to be at our best for you tonight. We'll give you praise in Jesus' name and amen. And if you want to sit down, you can. If you'd like to stand while we preach, you can. Let's take a look at it tonight. I want to, uh, there will be a take on this song. Those of you that like music will probably remember Rodney Griffin. Rodney has written some of the uh, greatest songs. Uh, every year they select him as an outstanding songwriter, and I believe he's a wonderful Christian man. I really believe that. And uh, he had a, a song uh, with all the many miracles, and then he closed with another song, God Wants to Hear You Sing. That'll be our message tonight. God wants to hear you sing. Let's take a look at the background on this just for a moment here. We think that this occurred probably somewhere around 608 B.C. We think that's about the time period. We know that it took about six months for the Israelites to get to the west of Baghdad, which would be modern-day Babylon. It took about six months. Why would I say that? It's about 1,500 miles from Jerusalem over to where they were taken captivity. If you take 20 miles traveling a day, that'll give you some approximation of how long it took to get there. And I'll be giving some symbolism tonight as we pray. I mean, as we try to preach here, how long has it taken us to get to where we are? You see, uh, when you think about it, only about 20% of the 100,000 were taken captive. Probably there was 100,000 left there in Jerusalem. The king Nebuchadnezzar, who was the king at that time, and his son Belshazzar, you remember in this reading, they only took the best. They took men like Daniel that was well favored. They didn't take everybody. I don't know if they had walls or not, but I'm saying this, they didn't take everybody across the borders. You had to meet the qualifications. I mean, they took those that, and they were separated from their families. I want to share something with you tonight. It seems like in these depressing times, we see many that are separated from their families. I would, that you would hear me out tonight. I'm going to come down here and preach just a little bit. I believe that one of the biggest problems, Brother Caleb, that we're facing, and when I see nice families like I see here at this church, it's reassuring to me. For many years, I tried to teach a little school. Somebody said I probably taught about as little as anybody. But, uh, but anyway, I think that our biggest problems today and it's going to be a continuous problem for our kids and our grandkids is having intact families. Amen. I think if you look at the problems in Chicago or if you look in Detroit or you look in New York City, you can see the basis. You can see the genesis for the problems. You see, my mother, I'm the son of old age. My dad's first wife had died. My mother's first husband has died. They married, and I was born to their marriage, and so I'm the son of old age. I don't have any full brothers or sisters. I don't know if I'm like anybody or whatever, but the point that I'm trying to make, I always had parents 
that I knew that loved me. I knew they loved me. My mother, I've told you this before, she didn't know one thing about the king's English. She just had met the king. And it made a great difference in my life. You know, we were... We grew up on the basics. We grew up, uh, as many of you did, on old-fashioned cornbread and, and Brother Eddie being blessed again. Now, uh, uh, see, we grew up in that Appalachian way, that culture of, uh, 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 you know how it was. We didn't know anything about gourmet cooking. I think I was probably, Amanda, I was probably 14 or 15 years of old age before I recognized there was such a thing as pizza. We just didn't have it. I bet some of you can remember a day in time before pizza. Now, I know that seems like we're archaic, but you almost have to be as old as when uh, uh, Moby Dick was a mena to remember some of these things. But I'm here to tell you tonight, we, to some degree, are in captivity. We have... What happened here, these people, now here it is, I want you to stay with me for the next 15 minutes. These people assimilated, some of them got into the culture and never went back. Some went to northern Israel and stayed up there. Out of the 20,000 that went, you would think they would have been in a mad rush to go back. To get back into freedom, I ask you tonight, have we gone to the spot, to the place in our lives where we're almost there and we don't necessarily care if we go back? See, I'm here, I'm here reminding you today that I can remember another time. I'm not trying to say everything was good about the past. Somebody said you can't live in the past, but I said the past is living in me. See, I, I like to remember a day in time. Now, this is going to be a little bit scattering, but that's all right. See, I like to remember a day in time when we had respect for the family. I like to remember a day in time when nobody would have sassed their mom not very much. Nobody would have sassed their dad not very much. My dad never asked the neighbors, do you think that we ought to have time out? There was no such thing as time out. You know what I'm trying to say? I, I remember a day in time when we respected our country. When we had pride in America. When, when boys would go away, Brother Caleb, to war. They'd go there and, boy, people would hang out uh, signs outside their windows and all. And there'd be cottage prayer services. Praying that the boys would come back home. I'm telling you, we never thought about disrespecting the military. We had respect for the police. The police were people of authority. We didn't see them. Nobody went up to a policeman down here in Glasgow, Kentucky and spat in that person's face. And I wouldn't recommend it now. You see, these people got into the culture of the Babylonians and it wasn't long until that permeated them. It was easier to get the children of, of Israel out of Egypt than it was to get Egypt out of the children of Israel. Did you know we'll finally take on where we've been? You put a fellow long enough into solitary confinement 
God. You put him where there's no light, and after a while, he'll kind of get acclimated to it. You'd think he might lose his mind, but if he doesn't, all of a sudden, I believe it was Peg McKamey that sang that song, We're Getting Used to the Dark. It seems like Seth is creeping up about us, around us. And I don't know tonight. Here are these children of Israel down there in Babylonian captivity. Now they had some choices. They had some choices. They could be like everybody else and just join in. I wonder tonight as I look around, and I'm not saying this, I certainly wouldn't say it to this good crowd, but how many of our neighbors and friends have already joined in? Some have already been taken captive by the devil. They've already been taken and many of them don't realize they've been taken. Now let me just say a word to I I was talking to Brother Rick about this today. I don't know about down in here, but I, I go to a lot of churches across the country. God's enabled me to do that. And I see a lot of folks tonight across the land and country that are discouraged, that are depressed. I've often believed, folks, we need to change that. We can do something about it if we will. We ought to get excited every once in a while for the Lord. Amen. You know, one of the main ingredients in fundamental Baptist churches is the lack of praise there. I'm not talking about folks getting bizarre. Don't worry about getting bizarre. You're not likely to get there. Somebody said, well, you're, you're talking about perfection. I'm not talking about living sinless. I'm talking about sinless. Now, some of you didn't get that, I can tell. I'm not talking about being sinless. I'm talking about sinless. See, a lot of folks don't know it, but they've already been taken. Uh, you see, I, I, can I be transparent with you? See, at my age, I ought to be able to tell you anything. And you just say, well, that guy's having a chemical imbalance. <laughs> You'd probably just say, oh, that old guy, he, he probably don't even know where he is. But I'm here to tell you tonight, these folks down there in Babylonia, that wasn't long until they took on the eating habits. They took on the culture. They took on the music. They took on the arts. They took on the literature of those people down there. And I think that's what's happening in America. It's a sad time for me. It's a depressing time to see a once proud America being overtaken by people that want to overthrow who we are. I want to give you something. You need to write this down. They're asking us to conform to diversity. Conform to diversity. Something's wrong, neighbor. When we're telling little three years old that they can change who they are, their gender. Oh, God, help us tonight. We've taken a man... I just saw it on television a while ago. We've taken a man that was on Wheaties, the breakfast of champions, and now we can put his picture on Fruit Loops. And now he's going to run, they say, for governor of California. How sad, how sad in America. See, we're telling our children in school, you don't have to be proud of America. You don't have, you need to, you need to take into the race, racial diversity. 
You need to blame everybody that we are something how, some privileged group. I'm here to tell you tonight, America was supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Some have maybe already quit singing. Secondly, some are going to put their harps upon the willows. See, the Israelites loved singing. Singing was a part of it. You remember how David would play the lyre and they would calm down uh, 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 the, uh, uh, Saul and how that music. Did you know one of the first songs ever composed in the Bible was Miriam, Moses' sister-in-law. Woo! It was a song of deliverance. Oh, let me tell you, I'm going termites can't mar its foundations. Hey, Brother Caleb, for on the rock of ages it stands. I'm, hallelujah, I'm going to take a fit myself. I'm here to tell you tonight, folks, we need to be getting excited. Amen. I don't want people sitting around and not excited, do you? Brother Rick took me over to the lighthouse to eat. That's why I'm forgetting where I am right now. That food over there, if it wasn't made in, 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 in heaven, it has the same zip code. Oh, wonderful place over there. I can see some of you right now are ready to get the second blessing and maybe a third one. But neighbor, let me tell you something. I'm not wanting to be a part of this dead group that's depressed, that's trying to tear down, trying through negativity to destroy us. Man, I've got a hope that's far beyond this field. I'm going, I'm going to a land where there will be no clouded skies. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen right there. You know what I'm trying to do, brother? I'm trying to get everybody to say amen. amen. Well, we're having good luck with it too up, up where we go. We give out diplomas if people can say it. Oh, somebody said, well, why would I want to say amen? It's a Bible term. It's a joyous term. Did you know that the four and the 20 elders, they say amen. Oh, listen here. Now, there were some said, we're not going to sing. Matter of fact, our harps are through. I can't help but go to this singing tonight. We'll meet by the river. That good Barbara Spencer song. Oh, what a great song. That is, when we get to thinking about it, some of you are like me. We've got loved ones on the other side. I think about it more doubt every day. Now, I get to thinking, Caleb, i got to be honest with you. I get to thinking, reckon how many more years I'll get to be on the road. A few years ago, I met my precious friend, and Miss Max Helen, and I met you folks here, and you became my friends. I don't know how long I'll be here, but I tell you what, Brother Rick, I'm going to a place. Hallelujah. I'm going to a place where there'll be no sad partings. Amen. I'm not ready to put my harp on the willow yet. I'm not ready to put it on a drooping willow sorrowful tree. I'm going to hang it on a, a peach apple or something. I'm going to put it on something that's got some life about it. Amen. Hallelujah. See, there were some that said, ah, we'll just quit. Ah, we don't need to go to church anymore. 
Oh, listen, we've heard those sermons. We've heard that old guy from up in Indiana. Why, that old guy, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And uh, we've heard all of that stuff. But there's some that said, we're going to sing. Boy, this is going to get good. Brother, I wish this helped me and help you and everybody else. I want to give you three reasons why they should have sung. First of all, they should have sung to help somebody else. I've come here tonight to help you. And in turn, you've been helping me. You've helped me more than I've helped you. See, there were others in the captivity, no doubt, that thought, has Caleb quit? Did he put his harp there on the window? Uh, Did Brother Eddie, uh, was that his harp he put over here? Has he quit singing? Some of your neighbors, somebody's saying, did the brother hear Hanky? That looks like maybe his harp. Have you put your harp on the willow? Has it hung up there? Have you determined that you're going to quit? How many, how, many, how many of our preacher friends have already kind of made their decision, Brother Rick? We're going to hang it up. See, we're going to hang it up. But I'm here to tell you, there was some. I want to give you another reason. It would be all right if I give you another reason why they should have sung to encourage somebody else. And then secondly, they should have sung because of the Savior. Amen. Let me tell you something. When you think about putting that, that harp on that willow tree, take it down immediately. Crank it up. When you think about, well, I don't know if it helps to sing, sing another. Start singing. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunged beneath that flood. They lose all their guilty stains. I don't know what song we'll sing when we get there, but I think it's the song of the redeemed, don't you? Amen. It'll be one that holy angels can't sing. They'll just have to kindly sit on the sideline, I guess. You know why? When they say, here comes the bride. Would somebody shout for me just for about 10 minutes? I'd like for somebody to shout for about 10 minutes. Somebody says, I never shouted in my life. Start tonight. Am I right? Somebody said, well, I don't think I could shout. Why, my neighbors would think I'd gone loco. Don't worry about your neighbors. They've already got their opinions formed. See, I tell you, we need to be we need to be singing for the Savior tonight. And then thirdly, boy, this is getting good right here, Brother Caleb. They needed to sing because they were going to soon be out of captivity. Not everybody, but some are going to be out of captivity, Brother Rick. They weren't going to always be held captive. The days may look dark and dreary. They may look like despondency has set in. You may think, well, there's no hope. I'm to the point right now where I can't watch the news. I really can't. It's just too depressing. I tell my wife, I've started watching, I think, cartoons or something. Uh, I'm going to watch what the little kids watch. Uh, I don't care what it is. I've I've had it with this depressing stuff that tells me there's no hope. I'm here to remind you tonight that I've got a hope. An anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen right there. 
They were going to soon be out of the captivity. We need to realize that soon and very soon he'll return. Oh, for the Lord himself, help me with it, shall descend from heaven, right? With a what? What did you say? With a shout. What did he say there, brother? What did he say? What did he say, brother? With a shout. What did he say, brother, huh? Woo! With a shout. <laughs> what did he say, brother? With a shout. Yeah. Glory. I'm about through. When I get thinking about it, with a shout, some of us has got some people on the other side. I've got a little boy that's been gone a lot of years, Amanda. I'm getting about ready. I'm getting about ready, Max Helen, to see him again. I want to walk inside the gates. Amen. I don't want to be outside the gate. I want to be inside it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Have you quit singing? No, you haven't quit. You know why? There's something down on the inner recesses that says I've got a song. It's a song of the redeemed. It's a song of blessing. It's a song of encouragement. It's a song that says salvation is real. Hallelujah, it's real. Would you stand with us tonight? How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land if the uh, brother, whoever plays the piano, I want to ask you something tonight. Whoever plays real quickly, I want you to do something for me tonight. If you don't like Babylon, if you want to be where there's freedom and where there is liberty, you don't like captivity, how many of you will come tonight and say, Brother Andrew, I'm going to pray for one thing. I'm going to pray that God gives me liberty. Amen. That whether it would be to shout, to sing, or to run an aisle or do something for him. Amen. I want to do it. Amen. I don't want to be in a rut. You know what a rut is? It's a grave with both ends kicked out. That's right. Amen. You don't want to be in a grave. That's right. Amen. Change something. Amen. How many say that's right? Amen. How many of you will come tonight and say, I want to do something. I want to sing. I want to sing. How many of you will just step out tonight and say, I'm not putting my harp on a will. I'm going to sing. How many of you will step out and help us pray about that tonight? Come real quickly tonight. How many of you want to sing? You say, I'm not giving up. Are you going to do it? The devil will tell you you've already quit. Don't let him tell you that. Beat him at his own game. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Are we going to sing? Are we? You going to sing? Come help me pray about it then. Boys, come help me pray about it, okay? Come on. Let's pray. Let's seek God. Let's change things. Let's do something for God tonight. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Thank you, my brother, for coming. Praise Him tonight. Amen. Give Him praise and glory. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, help us all tonight. Oh, God, you know what's best. Miss Amanda, can you come and help sing that one good song again tonight? Can you come and help us sing tonight? Oh, Lord, help us tonight. Help us to sing. You do a verse of a song, and then I want you to sing that, that one good song you started with tonight. I want you to sing it again.
Have your way, precious Father, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory. Help us, Lord, not to quit. Help us not to quit. Help us not to quit. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, help us tonight.